Welcome to Jammin' with Jason Mefford, a show where we discuss topics relevant to chief audit executives and professionals in audit, risk, and compliance. We discuss the technical and soft skills needed to navigate the minefields of organizations. You hear best practices and practical advice for helping you advance your career, and we'll even talk about music, mindfulness, and psychology, because we can. So sit back and relax while you listen to the number one podcast in the world for internal auditors, unscripted and unedited. Welcome to another episode of Jammin' with Jason. Hey, I am excited to be back with you today and uh, wanted to talk a little bit uh, about community. Uh, there's been a couple of things that uh, happened to me this last week and I've just been thinking about community and have that on my mind. So uh, we're going to get into that in just a minute. Uh, but first off, I wanted to uh, just kind of do a little debrief on uh, the IIA's international conference uh, that I was able to attend this last week. And it was a great conference here in Anaheim. Uh, the numbers were kind of somewhere around 24 to 2,700 people. Uh, we're at the conference, so it was one of the largest attended conferences that they've had. And uh, it was just a really great, uh, great opportunity uh, to reconnect with some people uh, that I haven't seen uh, literally in years, and also to actually meet in person some people that I've had a relationship with uh, online for quite a while, uh, but have never actually been able to meet them in person. So that experience was one of the things uh, that actually got me thinking about community in general. And, uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, here in just a minute. But uh, you know, while I was there, I, I was honored to be able to do one of the breakout sessions. <clears throat> and the breakout session was on how to become a more mindful and emotionally intelligent leader. And uh, both of those concepts, emotional intelligence and mindfulness, uh, have been uh, hot topics as of late. And uh, so I, I talked about those and about how those two actually kind of come, come together. Now, in that session, uh, like I said, it was one of the breakout sessions, and there was somewhere between four to 500 people in the room. Uh, they ended up having to close the doors and not let any more people in because it was standing room only and uh, just because of some of the fire codes. Uh, I know a lot of people were not able to make it into that session. So what I'm doing is I'm actually gonna run an encore presentation of that. I'm gonna do a webinar uh, through C-Risk Academy uh, the end of this month on July 30th and uh, go through some of that same material that I talked about at the conference. So if you weren't able to be at the conference, uh, I'll have the link down in the show notes so that you can actually go out and register and uh, still be able to get some of that same information. Uh, so that's kind of one of the first things that I wanted to make sure uh, that you were aware of. Now, secondly, um, again, as I said, you know, I was at the IIA International Conference and it was, it was a great sense of community. It's, it's a wonderful feeling uh, to be able to get together uh, with like-minded people and, and just be able to talk about you know, some of the technical things, but also just see each other uh, as humans and reconnect as friends. And so like I said, there were, there were several people um, that I was able to meet again 
that I've had a relationship with for many years, in fact, some of them for decades, uh, it was nice to be able to see them again, shake their hand, give them a hug, and, uh, and just really have that sense of community. Now, what I was also able to do, which was nice, is I've had relationships with people online uh, for many years, but have not actually been able to meet them in person. And so I was able this week as well uh, to meet some of those people in person, and it was just fabulous. I just love people and uh, love connecting with people. So as I said, you know, th that was one of the things that got me thinking about this. And let me explain a little bit why. You know, we all need to have these connections in our life and have a sense of community. Uh, because at various times in our life, there are things that happen uh, where we need to reach out to the community. And uh, you have to have developed that sense of community beforehand uh, to be able to really get the, the, the advantage of reaching out uh, to your network when things aren't going the way they need to go. And this shows up in different ways. Um, and so what I like to say is, you know, you need to have community in your personal life, but you also need to have community in your professional life. And I think sometimes we forget the professional life side of it. And so, uh, so let me just kind of talk about how that shows up sometimes. You know, I talk with a lot of chief audit executives because um, that's one of the main areas that I, that I help serve. Uh, because I've been in their shoes. I've been a chief audit executive a couple of times. And so I kind of know what, what goes on and some of the things to see and to be aware of and help you know, walk people through and talk them through some of those things uh, that they might be dealing with. So for example, it might show up, uh, you know, I, just recently I reached out to somebody else that I haven't talked to in a while because I found out that their company was being uh, acquired two companies were merging together. Now, whenever that happens, you know, there's a chief audit executive of both companies, one of them is probably going to lose their job. And so again, was reaching out to this person and saying, hey, you know, what is this going to mean for you? And he didn't know, right? Because it's too early in it. But obviously in the back of his mind, he's thinking, well, I'm getting my resume ready because I might need to find a new job. Now, and I remember thinking as I was talking to him, I hope he has been developing his community uh, because he may need to reach out to people to help him get his next position. And so hopefully, again, he's been developing that sense of community uh, and is able then to reach out. You know, nobody likes it if you reach out for help, if you haven't talked to anybody for a long time. And I know some of you, when I say that, you probably have images of people who are quote unquote your friends, uh, but they only contact you when they need something. And whenever that's the case, you know, those aren't, those aren't true friends um, because if they only, you know, want to talk to you when they need something, um, then they're just kind of using instead of, instead of giving uh, as part of the community. And you know that and you sense that. And so I don't want you to be one of those kind of people. Uh, develop your community along the way um, so that when you do need help, there's people that are there for you. Uh, other ways that it shows up, right, is could be, again, you know, maybe, uh, you know, you're having difficulty with your board or with your audit committee, and you're not really sure, you know, exactly how or what you should do. Right. I mean, all of the textbooks, all of your schooling, a lot of times your experience doesn't actually prepare you 
uh, for some of these things that come along. And so you need to reach out to people and, uh, you know, kind of talk through some of these things, bounce ideas off of other people and, and try to decide, you know, what's the decision that I'm going to make and how am I actually going to do that? And so, again, that's where a sense of community uh, really can help, you know, because, again, you may not have gone through this, but somebody in your community uh, may have already gone through that. And so again, I want to stress to you, you know, if you don't have a community in your personal life or you don't have a community in your professional life, you need to get one. And so you need to start developing these relationships with other people and, and really on a deep level. This isn't, this isn't networking where you just show up and shake hands and trade business cards, but it's actually getting to know the other people and actually really know them as a human and become friends with them. Uh, that is so important and so much of the time is missing uh, in our professional lives. And, and a lot of times there's not even really groups for you to be able to go out there and do that. And that's one of the reasons why I run a Chief Audit Executive Forum uh, so that Chief Audit Executives can have a sense of community and can develop those relationships with other people and be able to have a group that has your back. You know, they're there for you, you're there for them. And it really does make a huge, huge difference in our life. Now, the other experience uh, that got me thinking about this and, and the sense of community and really kind of why, why I wanted to talk about and share that this week um, was another experience that I, that I had this week. Now, listening, you're not going to be able to see me, but I'm wearing my Los Angeles Angels uh, <laughs> baseball gear today. Uh, and, and the reason for that is I went to a game uh, on Friday night. Uh, the Angels were playing the Mariners, and it was, it was probably one of the best and most emotional um, baseball games that I've ever been to. I've gone to lots of baseball games. The Angels are my team because uh, they're the local team here and um, have, have just really had great experiences there. But let me, let me tell you why, why it was actually uh, kind of an emotional thing emotional time. It's, it's probably literally the only time that I've actually uh, shed a few tears or got a little weepy uh, at a baseball game, because that's not normally the emotions that you would feel at a baseball game. But let me give you the background on the story and kind of walk you through this so that you can see again uh, how this ties into the discussion that we're having about community. Um, a few weeks ago, Tyler Skaggs, who is one of the Angels pitchers, uh, passed away. He died. They were out on the road uh, playing the, the Texas Rangers, and uh, he didn't wake up. They went in to try to, uh, to, to get him up because he didn't show up, and they found that he was dead in his hotel room. So obviously that, that is, a, is a big deal. You know, here you have a healthy young man. Uh, and all of a sudden, he just passes away unexpectedly. That's one of those type of, of events, again, where your sense of community is so important. And how this ties in is, you know, when, when that happened, obviously, there were some changes. They postponed the game that day and did some other things. But the game that I went to on Friday uh, was the first time, actually, that the Angels were back in town actually playing at their home, home stadium. And we didn't realize all of this when we purchased our tickets. We just knew that that was a day of the game that we were going to go to and, and be able to see. So 
Um, but we got to the game, and like I said, this was one of probably the most amazing games that I've ever watched. Uh, you know, to begin with, before the game actually started, because they started a few minutes late, um, because they spent some time at the beginning actually doing a tribute to Tyler. And, uh, you know, showed some videos of him and some other things. Um, the whole crowd actually stood up. There were about 43 to 45,000 of us uh, stood up and actually gave uh, 45 seconds of silence uh, in remembrance of, of Tyler. And that's because he wore the number 45. That was his number of his jersey. And uh, it was just an amazing experience to actually be there with 45,000 other people and, uh, you know, have this moment of silence for this young man. And, uh, you know, let, let me just kind of explain the whole thing to really kind of show you again how this sense of community is so important. So they gave the tribute to Tyler at the beginning, and then his mother, his wife, and his brother uh, actually went out on the field. And there's a ceremony in baseball that there's a ceremonial first pitch uh, where somebody gets to throw the ball to the catcher and that kind of gets the game started. And so Tyler's mother um, was the one who was honored to be able to throw out the first pitch uh, in honor of Tyler's life. And she nailed it, <laughs> actually, too. I mean, you could tell this, this was the pitcher's mother uh, right down the middle and the catcher didn't have to move at all. But you could tell, obviously, that she was very emotional, as was his wife and brother. Uh, in fact, everybody was emotional. There were lots of hugs, um, you know, afterwards. They spent a little extra time walking away uh, from the pitching mound. And, and you know, normally, um, <laughs> they, they, everybody just kind of disperses at that point, and the game starts. But there was actually a few moments where she actually went down and was hugging the different players, uh, and you can just really tell, you know, again, it was a different kind of feel for the game. Now, one of the things that the, that the um, players did is they all wore Tyler's jersey. So you had everybody out on the field wearing number 45 with skags on the back. And again, it was a way for the team, that community, those friends that he had, to be able to pay tribute and honor uh, to him. And so obviously the game was going to be dedicated to his memory. And one of the reasons why it was such an amazing game was this is one of the few times at a baseball game where I have actually seen in the first inning, uh, a team actually completely go through their batting order. Uh, I can't remember exactly how many batters were up, but there were, there's nine in the batting order and um, everybody went through and they got into the second round of the batting order in the first inning. In fact, there were so many hits, there was actually a home run in the first inning, uh, and they scored seven runs in one inning, which is a huge accomplishment uh, just to begin with anyway. Um, and so you could tell, again, the sense of community of the team, that they were there, they were supporting Tyler and his family, they were playing for him. And the game ended up, I mean, the, the, the Angels played amazing that evening. The pitching was fabulous, um, and they ended up scoring 13 runs. So it ended up being a 13-0 to zero final score uh, at, the, at the end of the game. And again, you know, that, that was a great feat, but another thing was there were two pitchers on the Angels' side uh, who were actually pitching uh, that night, and they threw what was called a no-hitter. Now, a no-hitter is when the pitching is so good 
that the other team is not able to hit the ball and actually get on base. And this rarely happens. Uh, in fact, this is only the 11th time in the Angels' history uh, that they have thrown a no-hitter. And so not only did they score 13 runs, but it was a no-hitter uh, as well. So just a fa fabulous, fabulous game uh, to be able to watch. But the area that, that really touched me and where the emotions came out was at the end of the game is, you know, at the, at the end of a game, historically, the, the players go out on the field, they high five each other, you know, yay, we won. This was a great game. But this one was a little bit different. Um, it, it took a little longer to go through and there weren't just high fives. <sighs> there were hugs as well. And so you had the players who were actually hugging and high-fiving each other. Um, and, and, and here's where it, it, it really kind of hit me was that, you know, again, usually people start to clear out as soon as the game is over. Um, but there were still probably 20 or 25,000 of us in the stands at the end of the game. And nobody left. Everybody just stood up, you know, and cheered for the Angels, cheered for Tyler's memory. Um, but after the players got done kind of high-fiving and hugging each other, the players walked over to the mound, they took off their jerseys, and they put them on the pitching mound. And uh, just sat around and, and talked to each other for a few minutes and honored Tyler. And like I said, it was emotional. I'm getting a little emotional right now, too. So why, why am I bringing this up? And why am I spending all this time talking about baseball? Uh, it's because of that sense of community. You know, our, our Angels team, our Angels fans, we lost a great guy. But we're all there for each other, right? The fans honored him. His team honored him. His family honored him. And everybody was there to support each other. That's really what a sense of community is about. And so if you don't have that in your personal life, and if you don't have that in your professional life, you need to get it. Because inevitably what's going to happen is something will happen in your life and you need that sense of community. You have to develop it before you need it to really be able to rely on it when you need it. Um, so that's my message for this week. Um, Go out there and actually find a community. Uh, get, get integrated. Get those friendships. And, and don't just do, you know, the shaking hands and trading business card networking BS. I want you to actually go out there and get to know people, connect with people on a real human, human level, and actually have those connections. Be there for other people uh, when they need it and reach out to them when you need it as well. So that's all that I have for this week. Like I said, it's a little bit, little bit of a different episode uh, than normal, but uh, these were just some things that were really on my mind this week that I wanted to share with you uh, because the time will come when you need the community and you have to develop it beforehand. So with that, let's wrap and uh, go out there. Have a great rest of your week. Keep on rocking in the audit world, and I will catch you on the next episode of Jammin' with Jason. See ya. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Jamming with Jason. Keep on rocking in the audit world. Have a great rest of your day, 
and I'll catch you later on the next show. If you'd like to earn continuing professional education for listening to today's episode, head on over to C-Risk Academy at ondemand.criskacademy.com. And that's C as in the letter C, riskacademy.com. Not only do you get a CPE certificate, but you also will have access to the video version of today's show. The views and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individuals and not of their respective organizations.